Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Welcome back. Today is National Making Life Beautiful Day. Let's get started. This day can be a little misleading because when most people think about beauty, they're thinking about the outward appearance of a person, place, or thing. They're looking at it with their eyes and not any other way. And the truth is, beauty comes in many different forms. So although this day was created by a beauty line, I'm sure they were using this as a part of a ad campaign or something, something to boost their bottom line, it's really uh, an awesome day for this particular time period that the entire world is experiencing right now. So making Life Beautiful Day is more about building relationships, helping others to reach goals, donating time, helping the less fortunate, things along those lines. And like I said, for the current situation in the world, this is an awesome, awesome day to kind of focus on how we can support each other to make life more beautiful. So a guy that my husband knows, um, he's Caucasian. He came to my husband and they had a discussion about everything that's going on. And he was like, you know, I realized that there have been times in life that things were a lot easier for me than what it was for everybody else. And I feel like I need to do something, but he didn't know what. So they had this long conversation. My husband's good for long conversations. <laughs> and um, what ended up happening is uh, this guy, they left. And then when they saw each other again, he let my husband know. It's like, hey, guess what? We found something to do. And what this thing was is that this guy's church, his predominantly white church, sits almost right next to a predominantly black church. And the two churches are both filled with the same faith people. And what they decided to do was to approach the other church to see about doing something together. They'd never done anything together. And the minister at the predominantly black church next door was blown away. He's like, no one has ever from over there even seemed remotely interested in having a conversation and doing anything together. So he welcomed it with open arms. And, you know, like our, our church, we go to a Baptist church and at during the Lenten season, we normally partner with multiple other churches in the area to do seven last words. But outside of seven last words, we don't do anything together, really. Now, our church does a lot in the community. 
we just don't pair up with other churches and do things uh, as far as I know. So, um, you know, I think that's something that I want to find a way to slip into the conversation to see if we can't look into doing more things, because that's a way to build relationships, to get conversations started. If you if you never have the conversation, then you can never get to the bottom line. You can never get to the root cause of why things are the way they are. And if we can come up with some type of compromise in the middle so that everyone can benefit. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's the way government should be. Instead of it being my team versus your team, the reds versus the blues, why can't it be about Americans and we look at the situations that are plaguing the different pockets of people throughout the country and try to come up with laws and rules and regulations and processes that help people and not that are only self-serving to a small select few. So as you go about your day, how about trying to think of some ways that you can build relationships with maybe people that you see every day and you just never take the time out to actually interact with? Okay, so the more I think about this, I should have named this episode all about my husband and his friends because I still want to keep on the topic of building relationships. And something else happened with him and his friends that I thought was pretty amazing. So now he went to private school, Catholic private school, all throughout, start to finish. And on Facebook the other day, one of his classmates, she made a post where she was basically excited and proud of the mayor in D.C. for having the street painted with the words Black Lives Matter. And another guy from their school, he came into her Facebook page and attacked her a little with a little bit of spice, you know. And there were some people that engaged him in conversation and other people were ready to just like chop him down. Like, oh no, you don't come and do that sort of thing on somebody else's Facebook page. And that's my Facebook etiquette as well. Like I don't go to other people's page and start mess. You know, if I like it, great. If I don't like it, I don't have to like it, but I don't have to mess up the conversation for everybody else on their page. If you want to pull them aside in a message, great, but it's not necessary to drop bombs and spots and then run off and you you never seen from again. But anyway, what they decided to do, what him and his classmates decided to do was to create like a think tank, a, a little group to come together and talk about the difficult subjects. And I know from talking with my husband, his whole vision is that, you know, if if there's a situation where it's you and me and we both have a guy that we're wanting to win, well, your guy wins and he puts in place all those things that make your life beautiful, but it makes my life really difficult. But we're good friends. We're, we're besties. And if you see that whatever this thing is that's great for you is affecting me negatively, this is the sign of true friendship. Do you turn a blind eye to what plagues me because it is so awesome to you? Or do you bring me in and say, hey, let's talk about this because this thing right here is super duper awesome to me. Why does it hurt you? And then we figure out the ins and outs of the whole situation. And then we bring a solution to that person in power and say, hey, guy, 
how about let's consider doing something like this? Because although this is super duper great for me, it hurts other people. But this solution in the middle works for everybody. And so that's what they're looking at doing. They're getting this conversation going and they're going to start talking about those tough subjects and to see if they can't come to some type of consensus and then a way forward to then spread that knowledge. And I think that's really great. So there's my challenge to you on this National Making Life Beautiful Day. If you have friends like that, especially on Facebook, because they're easy to find on Facebook, why not try to put together a group to have those discussions and then see if you can't come up with some solutions because I cannot stand it when people want to complain about something, but they don't have a solution to try to fix whatever it is that's broken. Come up with the solutions and then present those. Find ways to spread the word. And it would be so awesome to see how beautiful we could make the world by coming together and having those tough conversations. That was today's episode of Tweet Trends. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed it. And just as a reminder, beauty comes in so many different forms. It's not just that surface thing that we see with our eyes. It's that beauty we have within that we can share with other people when we try to build relationships and help others and do things for each other, even if it's just a kind word. It doesn't have to be monetary. It doesn't have to be anything big. Just a kind word here or there to someone can make a world of difference in their life and make it absolutely beautiful. So if you want to make my life beautiful, how about go over to Twitter and follow me at HeyYvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag Tweet Trends. You can also find me on IG as well. All right, it's Thursday. So have a great weekend and I'll see you back here again on Tuesday.